I have this song that jumps keeps jumping into my head from time to time. And I don't know why. And I know just about every single word. I think I know every single word to the song. But I won't sing it. <laughs> why must you tease me so? Well, when I tell you what it is, you'll understand. It's the <laughs> theme from the Facts of Life. The Facts of Life? That's a great theme. What's What's wrong with singing that? Don't tempt me. I'm not going to do it. See, what I'm going to do is uh, sing it wrong so that you'll oh, be don't like do that, forced. Trudy. Don't do that, Trudy. Trudy. <laughs> uh, Trudy uh, or Trudy? Trudy. Trudy. Come on, Trudy. Yeah, it was inappropriate. Who the hell is yeah. that? Trudy. Nobody knew Trudy. I'm sure there was a cousin Trudy or a friend named Trudy. Were, were you like. a... Well, that's goofed up my stuff. Um, were you a Blair or a Joe? Joe. Oh, yes. That's I think the I said that too answer. quickly. I think. No, no. <laughs> that must be the answer. That is the only answer. I can't believe I said that. Um, <laughs> but you, you, you were right there on the, <laughs> on the, on the response. It's like Ginger or Marianne. Yeah, well, which one are you? I'm Marianne, of course. Marianne. You can't be a Joe. Yeah, I, you can't exactly. be a Joe. And not, like, That's true. Joes are more likely to be Marianne's. That, would, that yeah. would has to be a, a scientific fact. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that was one of my favorite shows as a kid. I mean, it still is a favorite show. It's just never on, which is it's Gilligan's true. Island. I don't know the last time I've seen an episode of Facts of Life. No, I'm talking about Gilligan's Island. Or Gilligan's Island. Either one, really. I think I've oh. probably seen Gilligan's Island more recently than I've seen Facts of Life. I don't feel like Facts of Life, even though it has clearly like drilled its way into my subconscious. It has had an effect, obviously. I don't think it has weaved its way into my DNA the way the Gilligan's Island did. Oh, really? It wasn't yeah. quite as formative. I mean, DNA. I mean, like it's like at the DNA level. Like, I'm pretty sure my kids now have some of it too. Oh, really? Are they? They just don't know. No. Which uh, was there a particular character that you uh, identified with more, or? Oh, you you mean like a favorite character on Gilligan's Island? Yeah, in Gilligan's. Like, is there some reason that it necessarily resonated with you more than anything else? I don't know. I never thought of it that way. Anything else? I never thought of it that way, Doctor. But uh, (laughs) tell me about your mother. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, isn't Gilligan like the obvious answer? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, but but, you know, as a child, you also had a younger brother, so there may be a little skipper in you. Yeah, but I had an older brother too. Oh wow! So you were both Gilligan and Skipper. (laughs) That's an interesting, interesting past. I certainly wasn't the professor. (laughs) <laughs> what was his deal anyway I, I don't know but he's also in this island earth and he plays the exact same character so I've always kind of thought that they were the same person that after he fights the, the aliens he, he goes on a boat tour with Gilligan and Skipper Yeah, I don't know why I brought up that utterly ridiculous and completely useless bit of trivia but it wouldn't be trivia if it wasn't useless I haven't That's seen it definition of that so I can't I can't follow you down that rabbit hole oh, no? very far. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's a uh, 
it's a very interesting sci-fi uh, film from the 50s. And it's much better if you watch the Mystery Science Theater 3000 version. Oh, That's okay. much better. That was okay. the one that they released in theaters, and it was fantastic. Saw it in the theater. Wonderful. But if I saw it without uh, Mike and the Bots, I, I don't know if it would have been as enjoyable. There was something... So you know what I really enjoyed about Gilligan's Island that I also Masa. enjoyed about uh, Our Gang? Oh, The Little Rascals. Mm-hmm. What's that? They would, they would, they would put on these... Like, like, wh- these intricate stage shows and and <laughs> yeah they, they're pretty good at that and and then like in our gang they remember when the, that episode where they made it was like i mean the only way i can describe it is a bus they made like a bus they made a bus but it was probably more like a i mean it was more it wasn't a goat cart it's much more significant than a goat cart because it held multiple kids so that's why i think it's like this go bus, bus. <laughs> yeah and they just then they just they just drove it down the hill and then okay. of course like you know the antics that happened like along the way but it was so like i saw this and i'm like i want to do that why don't like i've got to do that right <laughs> and gilligan's island was kind of the same way they, they would take some coconuts and some and some twine that they made a from lot of bamboo there's always bamboo bamboo and yeah and they would put on these productions they're like not that I was ever into like, oh, I'm going to put on the theater production, but it was just like, it like amazed me, like the things that they could do that they would do with these limited resources. Yeah, it was incredible. Know, well, I mean, thank God they tricking. had the professor, right? Like, I don't know that they would have been as good at uh, fashioning these things if they didn't have the, the resident brainy guy. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I need to go back and watch it now to have a more educated conversation about. I'd like to see a prequel that uh, kind of. You know how Lost did that, right? They they go through the backgrounds of all the different characters. I would love to see like a series of flashbacks that uh, gave us why each of the people from Gilligan's Island was there. Surely somebody has thought of this. Couldn't they? Could you think they could remake Gilligan now? And why haven't they remade Gilligan? I don't know. I think in it a way, was, Lost kind of was the remake. No, of but that was it. Took itself very seriously, and it, it was a, and it, it was did. great. It was a great series, but. Why have they not remade? We Gilligan's don't get Island. a lot of good, like, well, and not not that I'm precluding anything that isn't a Gilligan's Island reboot from being good comedy, but we don't just we just don't have good comedy movies and comedy. But Gilligan TV wasn't shows that anymore. good. I mean, it's like if you well, go true. back if you watch it now, it's <laughs> well, pretty now. It's pretty terrible. It's a As dated. a kid, it's highly entertaining. Absolutely, it is. I mean, and, you the love, and you want them to get off the island, but you don't you do. realize that you don't want that. <laughs> Until they then, do, and then, and then you're wishing them back, and then oh, guess what happens? And it's all, and it's like everybody and their dog ends up on that island, and somehow gets home, but they stay on the island. That's always kind of sad. Did they have a dog on the island ever? I. Well, now that you mention it, I'm not sure. <laughs> See, no, have I, to fact I, check. I don't have the fact encyclopedic check, knowledge of, uh, of Gilligan's Island that I do from other shows. But uh, well, we need we need to rectify that. I think that they should remake <laughs> Gilligan's Island. I haven't pronto. been to, the, to Gilligan Con or anything like that. <gasps> fan conventions. We could start that. Island. We could. So after we, so we after could. we after we after we trademark after uh, <laughs> We trademark Starch Madness. We will have to move on to Gilligan Con. 
The three-hour con. Would it be Gilligan Con or just Gil Con? Gil Con. I think, Gilli- I Gilligan think that con. that would get too confused with Gil Gerard, and he well, might I'm, show up, which, which would, would be, be amazing. amazing. Yeah, that would be amazing. You want Buck Rogers at Gilligan Con? You absolutely do. Yeah, yeah. Buck Rogers is another fantastic show that surprisingly was never remade. Yeah, and that's the thing is that the 80s version of the show was itself a remake of so many different series and serials and all of that stuff. But they kind of stopped there and they, they didn't keep attempting. It wasn't like uh, like <laughs> like how many Spider-Mans are we on now? Like 700? Um, yeah, right. And, and Batmans. I don't understand. Yeah, yeah I, don't, like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get it. I mean, I, like Batman's interesting. It's fun. I've yeah, enjoyed I most of Batman. the movies. But... They that's the one we tell the going. same story again. Like, yeah, here we true. go. Here we go all the way back to the beginning. We're going to talk about the, the and origin you know, story. And I wasn't really done with Ben Affleck's Batman. I thought we could have done more with him. I thought he did a good a good job, actually. He, he, I was, you know, a little skeptical. Um, I, I, I do point out as a point of pride that I knew that Heath Ledger was going to be a good Joker. When they said he was going to be Joker, he was like, what? The guy from first, or what is it? The guy Perfect from... Well, that, but uh, what's the one where he's a knight? Knight's Tale. Um, what's oh, what's yeah. the one that has the tale about the guy that's a knight? Uh, but, um, you know, everyone's like, nah, this guy's terrible. I was like, nah, you just wait. And I'm the same way with Robert Pattinson. He's going to be a good a good Batman. But I don't really know him. Like, uh, well, I don't know him. but Well, <laughs> you don't, like, I don't know his work, really, um, I don't think. Well, I mean, everybody knows him from, uh, what's the, the, the vampire, the Twilight's. And uh, and he was Cedric Diggory. Yeah, I know. Oh, that's him. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I know that's Cedric. Him. Of course, I know Cedric. And, uh, Cedric and I are like this. But he was <laughs> me and the dig. Yeah. Um, but uh, he was also in this uh, movie recently. It's kind of a thriller horror f- period piece called The Lighthouse with Willem Dafoe. And while I haven't seen the movie, I've seen stuff from the movie, and he is nailing stuff in there he's he's doing good right. and so i think he's gonna make an excellent batman but you know like he said dc has a plethora of characters and we really keep revisiting batman like more so than anybody else even superman um so i don't know maybe we should finally give you know green lantern an actual shot instead of <laughs> That unfortunate <laughs> Ryan Reynolds attempt. <laughs> well, okay. So let's, how about this? If you could only pick from the, 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 and we're, we're going way off brand, by the way, by, by focusing on DC a little bit here, but just. True. Bear but with Marvel's got things covered. <laughs> they do. They, they don't they need do, any help. They do all right for themselves. <laughs> One of my favorite Saturday morning cartoons was Super Friends. Oh, Yes. I loved Super Friends, and I was a—I don't know about you, but I was a Wonder Twins kid, like that. You like the Wonder Twins rather than? Uh, I was too—I was too young well, for. Who was it? Wendy and and whatever uh, their funny names were. Super um, Martin or something, and they really? had a dog. <laughs> the dog was cool, but Gleek was cooler. Gleek was much cooler. He's yeah. a monkey. He's wearing a mask. He's a monkey. So you don't know which what monkey else? he is. What else do you need? He's a monkey. You like. Yeah, and he had one interest it was bananas. He's kind of a kind of a one dimensional character, but he's he's yeah. good. He's purple too, so that's that's a plus. So, but the wonder. T- so anyway, so if you had to pick 
a character from Super Friends. Yeah. To 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 make a new franchise. Okay. Let's say this. Let's 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 uh, dream a little dream here. What if the Walt Disney Company, you know, with a little the change that they have left over, <laughs> purchased DC? <laughs> okay. And they said, "Okay, we're." They come to you and they say, "Marcus, here's the deal. We need we need we need to figure out." Where to begin here? And you know, like hmm. so many things have been done. And we, yes, we could do another Superman. We could do another Batman. We could do a you know a new spin on it or something. But but we we know because of you know the demographics and such that we we really should pick a character from Super Friends. Hmm. Which character should it be? And and who should be the villain? Ooh, which character and who should be the villain? That's a good question. I I am at a loss on some of these guys' names. Okay, well I'll help you out you. if you can like if you can describe them. Then I will. Uh, well, the guy that he pull up my Super Friends everything. database here. Let me. I'm going to tap into <laughs> the, the Hall SFDB. of Justice. <laughs> I tap into the Hall of Justice here. <laughs> okay. I remember because I'm remembering vaguely. I should know more about this because I read a lot of DC comics, but they were all like A-listers, like Green Lantern and Superman and all mm. of that stuff. And mm. so, and these guys were all DC, and they had their own titles for the most part, if I remember correctly. Well, who's the guy that could turn the bottom half of his body into like a tornado? And he like oh. flew around and stuff. Remember um, that guy? Who was that guy? Was it Firestorm? Huh. No, no fire. Firestorm. I know Firestorm. That's that's. That uh, it. He was in the Arrowverse. Um, and he's pretty cool. That actually wouldn't be a bad choice. Well, I already know who I want. Um, let's see, because I don't. They don't give me pictures here, so I have to keep. There was a guy. There was Plastic Man. Yeah, yeah. Huh. He was in Justice League too. Interesting. Um, yeah, everybody remembers the sort of goofy cartoon, but he's actually been a huh. <laughs> an actual DC character for a long time. Uh, okay, so uh, was it? I don't know who that person was you're talking about. Did you sure didn't make that up? I, I may have made it up now that you mentioned it, but I have was this he, distinct... Maybe he, was a, maybe he was a Legion of Doom person. I want to say he was a hero. He was a good guy. All right, so you have you have Flash, Green Lantern, Hawk Girl, yeah. Hawkman, Cyborg. Yeah. Cyborg gonna... was in Super Friends? Yeah. Uh... Or you're he looking was, at Justice League, aren't you? No, no, I'm looking. No. Super Cyborg. That now that, that's what they that's, said here. Hold on, he presents. That floors me. It does floor me too a little bit actually, because because that was later? a character that came up after the death yeah, of Superman. Hold on. So what is this article? Uh, apocalypse. Not apocalypse. Super friends. Here's Super Friends right it? here. Here's Super Friends right here. Super Friends. And I'm looking at this thing, and it says right here characters, and. There's the core group of five heroes, and then additional. Oh, there it says a, additional Justice League members included. Now maybe, so yeah, so Cyborg says 1985. So maybe was there maybe there was a remake? Was there like a comeback? It could be that that was a, a comeback before Super Friends. all of that. And it says 1985. Yeah, I'm but thinking. I mean, like the whole Death of Superman thing was like 94 or something like that. And I thought that Cyborg sprung from that. I may be completely wrong about that. Because he was one oh. of the, this dude may be Superman back in the flesh kind of things. Because there was that guy, and then there was, shoot, wow, I totally, I'm 
apparently <laughs> I formatted that partition in my brain, but I'm, <laughs> I remember there being like four or five sort of like, maybe this is Superman come, reborn, you know, and, and cyborg <laughs> is one of them, but, um, cause they all had S's anyway. <laughs> I am, I am angering all nerds right now. But, <laughs> And I feel bad because I used to count myself among them. Yeah, uh, we're really, really letting people point. down. I, I, I'm at a loss <laughs> to, to tell you who this tornado dude was that you're talking about. Man, I got, okay, I'm now sorry. I got to like, <laughs> do some Googling. I really can't help you with that. But I can tell you, I, the person I'm, I'm kind of now intrigued with, who I had forgotten about but now remember, is Rima the Jungle Girl. Oh, yeah. Um, I think I think that she... Now, how is it that I nailed it immediately? Samurai is that guy. No, I didn't click on Samurai. He doesn't sound like somebody would have a tornado. No, he doesn't. But I... I, I so, uh, of course, you like the Japanese superhero. I didn't. Honestly, I thought he was he was uh, um, like um, Middle Eastern. I, I thought it was a, a different Well, the picture uh, I have here of him does not show a tornado, but... He um, is the wind of justice. Um <laughs> According to this, so I call myself to the kids sometimes. <laughs> I had the wind of justice once, but I drank a glass of warm, salty water, went away like that. But um, <laughs> that's not my joke. That's just, Kaze no Yunihaku. There's also El Dorado. Okay, we got to move on because we're gonna Ooh, bore El Dorado. That I remember him. Yeah. Uh, um, anyway, I think yeah, it would be so interesting. I, I think Fire Firestorm. I like Firestorm as yeah. the basis, and then the the villain. Oh, there were so many weird ones. Um, I I have always liked Black Manta. I I think that dude is pretty cool. Yeah. And even though they don't go together, because who Black Manta? He's got the 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 oh, oblong yeah. helmet. Oh yeah, you told me the the villain, but you didn't. Yeah, talk, for the okay, villain. So, so you're gonna pick. You're picking Samurai. Yeah, he's an underwater villain, so it, it's like they would never meet. <laughs> they just kind of stare at each other. <laughs> Ever the twins glare. Okay. Or, yeah, he was Aquaman's like nemesis, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. So he's cool. the person who I really liked, um, if I can find it. Because I don't know how to spell the person's name. <laughs> Do you remember the? <laughs> we awkwardly he googling. Here crap. he is. Yeah, I found it. No, I found him. <laughs> well, you'll understand. It's it's uh, it's the Mixelplick. It's the oh yeah, Mister Mister Mixelplick. Love the episodes with him. Yeah, yeah, he's a good one. I loved them, and it reminds me. His character reminds me of Q from yeah, Next Generation. Yeah. Sort of a trickster guy, all omnipowerful. Yeah. Right, I feel like Q was probably based on Mitzelplik. Could possibly be a, a strong. Uh, Maybe they're the same influence. person. Could be. Ah, the Star Trek universe. There, it would not be the first time that Star Trek and DC had a crossover. And I wish I was kidding about that. There's Where's, where did they? <laughs> there have were ages. That it was in comics, but it was it was one of those. What <laughs> really kind of hmm. things? Yeah, interesting. Well, because he is a he's a I think it was fifth, DC. He's a fifth. Fifth dimensional imp. Of course he is. Well, the imps just, have uh, the fifth dimension has the best imps. There were there were multiples though actually. Oh, this is so well, interesting. Surprise me. There's multiples. Wow. There's, most of these there's, characters. There's a uh, huh. There's actually multiple fifth dimensional imps. Anyway, for those of you who the reason I love Mitzelplik is because the the trick 
I can't remember how he would get out of prison, wherever they would put him. I mean, because he's fifth dimension, so I don't know what they do to keep him in. But <laughs> it's like locking Q up in a prison. Ha, ha, right. Ha. Okay. So the trick, though, to to putting the genie back in the bottle was getting him to say his name backwards. Right. Which right. is like amazing that that it's ever like, happened. Well, it's like the whole Rumpelstiltskin thing, right? Isn't right, that exactly. what Rumpel's, Isn't that what he has to do too? Um, I don't remember if it's backwards or if he just has to say his name. Oh, maybe he just has to say. His Seems name. like he has to say his name, and okay. it doesn't have to be necessarily backwards. Because it would be although more, you that might seems be able to difficult. trick him into saying it by making <laughs> him say it backwards. <laughs> it seems like okay, say this word, and it's his word, his name backwards. And then you say, "I'll say that backwards," and then he says, "Rumpelstiltskin." You're like, "Ha!" Ah! It's like, I never even noticed until it was too late that that was my name backwards. Um, So uh, I think he would be a fantastic villain for a movie. Yeah. In fact, I think he'd be, be, can you imagine the backstory and everything else? Like he could actually be the protagonist. The origin story of of, uh, Mistleplick. Anti-hero Mr. Mixleplick. And why it's almost, think oh, think, and Disney does this well because they did it. Name the movie. Yeah, with uh, Maleficent. Exactly. Maleficent. And they need a French In person French. to play Mitzelblick, too, because he looks kind of... <laughs> Mr. He looks, like he'd, he looks like he'd have a French accent. Yeah, Batman, you are terrible. That's yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> something. It's perfect. Hey, I'm it's perfect. Mr. Michel, uh, Michel Plix. <laughs> yes, and that would give us that would give us an up... That would give us... I'm Already, I'm a producer on this. Um, yeah, yeah. That yeah, would give us a rights. leg up in, at Cannes, I think, so... That's oh, good. definitely. They, 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 they're they love down it when with they the, love it when Americans do French accents. I hear. <laughs> and, they, and, and if you're gonna sling him a, uh, a fifth dimensional imp, it better be a French <laughs> one. <laughs> Call those frimps. But I'm trying to see like if he had anything on here about like how, like what his what his name was, like how you pronounced it backwards. Oh, here it is. Celtic. Oh. Keltipzim tel I'm going to say this phonetically first. Keltipzixum. Keltipzixum. And that returned him home to his fifth dimension. And kept it. Oh, oh. It would only keep him there for a minimum of 90 days. So if you got him to say that backwards, a he would gargantuan go back to, task. He would go back to fifth dimension and he would you be there. You only get 90 days reprieve. Correct. I, I, that seems like diminishing returns I, I think that you well it's a minimum of 90 days oh okay so well, I don't know as hard as you if he says it like really loud do you get more time I don't know we need to explore the the, <laughs> the mechanics of this a little more I'm just surprised he didn't show up more frequently given that he could come back so often maybe he was off tricking other well, he, with 90 days minimum you've got yeah, you oh. got like at least two episodes a season. The character appeared in a live action portrayed by Howie Mandel in 1993 Oy television series Lois and Clark. Did he really? This, no, I feel like this has to be seen. Yeah. I think we have homework. <laughs> he was renamed Mikhail, so of course he's Russian. Mikhail yeah. Mixelblick. Oh. <laughs> like that's, he appeared in, like that's any better. Oh. Mikhail Mixelblick. Apparently, I'm not the only one who liked Mixoplate. Yeah. These other people have done things with him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's he's, uh, you know, he shows up, as I understand it, with pretty regular uh, frequency so, in the well, comics. I guess so. He's only away for 90 days and yeah. he's back. 
So I think that we, get more yeah, Gilligan's Plick. Island remake would be is in order. Ooh, um, Mixel Plick shows up on a very special episode. I'm sh- oh, if the Harlem oh. Globetrotters could show up, <laughs> one of those disappointing things I've ever gone to see <laughs> was the Harlem Globetrotters, because oh. I was expecting the ones from my childhood. Oh, Geese Osby and well, and not the uh, actual guys. I'm I'm not that dumb, but I like I realized. I expected it to be kind of a similar show. Oh, is it not? I no. haven't seen them since no, that still, that period of time. It's ridiculous, stupid, stupid. Oh, that sucks. Of course, there are these things that like you see when you're a kid, and you're like, "Oh, that's amazing!" And then you go and watch it. Two of them. Were I apologize my in advance. Go. The Black Hole is one of those movies. Where you wish I was a kid. It again? I was like, "Oh, such a good movie!" I yeah. haven't seen it in years. Did in you watch years. it recently? For for listening, well, so I, I like watched it the first day Disney Plus came out. Oh, really? Watched, that was the first thing I watched. Oh, cool! And I regret it. <laughs> I should have never watched it again because it's, now now I say that and I know that there are people who have watched it recently and love it. I have and watched it. I enjoyed great. it. It's just, but I don't go. know that that's not nostalgia playing hard on me. Um, it's, <laughs> it's hard to swallow. It's. It's like Actually, this. it was a little less. I, I don't know that I've seen it since. Certainly, I was younger than sixteen the last time I watched it. Because I, I, you know, whenever it would come on TV, I would watch it. So mm-hmm. the, um, but, and and apparently I watched it quite a bit when I was a kid because I was surprised at just how well I knew the lines in this movie. <laughs> In fact, I had been quoting some of it, like, or just thinking of it in my head, and I guess I thought it was a different movie. I didn't realize I was quoting this movie. But the point is, I watched it for the first time in a very long time, and I kind of got it better this time. I think that the last time I watched it, I was just not... I don't know, mentally sophisticated enough to get what Reinhardt was doing and like what was going on necessarily between the characters and then the, the humanoid robots and all of that stuff. I, you know, I, I wasn't quite with that. And so this time through, that was kind of an entertaining aspect of it. It was kind of going, Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, a lot. <laughs> and so maybe that also clouded, uh, my experience a little bit in, in the positive, you know, tilt, but, uh, but yeah, I have to admit that for, and this was what, 77, right? I think, mm, yeah, or no, good. no, no, excuse me. It's 79 because it's yeah, after, it it's after movies. star Wars. Yes. That's right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so, but before empire. Yeah. And it's still so much has the 60s science fiction movie thing going on Mm -hmm. with it in fact almost all of the stars of this except for maximilian shell and i would argue ernest borgnine even though he does sort of like he does belong there he clearly you know fits in with everybody but he's so timeless that it doesn't really doesn't really apply to him but like the captain i thought this was poseidon (laughs) 
but the captain and and Charlie, the the his second, you know, these guys are right out of a fifties or sixties, you know, Rocky Jones and the Rocket Jet, you know, kind of to space, you know, kind of thing, and it, it was really weird. I um yeah I I I, I don't need to see it again. And as much as I love Slim Pickens. And I remember really enjoying the character of old Bob when I was a kid. It really is a bizarre, random choice for this movie to have Slim Pickens be the voice of old Bob. That is really weird. And it, they, they point out that he was programmed in Houston, which I guess that's supposed to explain it. Like, it explains maybe part of it. It's not- Really? So clearly, we need to put Slim Pickens as the voice. <laughs> well, you know they had Slim Pickens, but I'm ah, it's a pun. So, um, I don't know. I think that uh, I think Gilligan's Island should get a remake. Definitely. I feel like also. I was a strange child. I also enjoyed the Love Boat. That is strange for a child. I kept away from the love boat when I was a kid because I was like, that's some old people stuff. (laughs) Captain Stubing, you know, mm, no, that's when I go to bed. Uh, I loved it and I love it. And it came on before Fantasy Island. Yeah, now Fantasy Island I always enjoyed because I thought Ricardo Montalban was cool and well, who doesn't you, love her? You didn't stay up and watch Fantasy Island if you didn't stay up and watch Love Boat because Love Boat was on first. Well, it wasn't so much about staying up. It was just sort of hmm. I tuned out, I guess. Maybe it didn't go to bed. I was just like, okay, Love Boat. Because loved... there's drinking and love there's boat. boats and there's a lot of evening wear. And... No, I, what kind what? of kid was I? Like I <laughs> loved it. But if you go back and watch now, Very which I hair. do. Which I do. As you should. Is it um, on something now, a streaming service? So on, I use YouTube TV. Oh, okay. And on YouTube TV, I mean, I use a lot of stuff. Like I have Disney Plus and I have Netflix and I have Hulu and I've got all Sure, yeah, I've got all that stuff. I don't have cable though. Well, yeah, who needs it? I mean. <laughs> well, right. I mean, I spend the equivalent in all my other subscription things now. So <laughs> I have um, on YouTube TV, you can, you can basically program it to like, if this is ever on any channel. Uh-huh. record all of them oh wow cool and at some point it did <laughs> and it's it's wonderful now i don't go back and watch it very frequently but every once in a while i do and i do have the first two seasons of love boat, love boat on dvd also but i got a little confession to make here about how lazy i am <laughs> okay it's gotten to the point now where and Please don't judge me too harshly here. Oh, judgment-free zone. None of the none of the confessions you've made tonight so far have been have rendered any judgment for me. So why would this be well, any different? Brace yourself. Uh oh. <laughs> this came up recently. I don't remember what movie it was. I think it was The Matrix. Okay. Okay. Good movie. Henry hadn't seen The Matrix all the way through. Ooh, my youngest okay. son. So I was like, we're going to watch The Matrix. Okay. Heck yeah. Well, I know I own the DVD. Mm-hmm. Okay. But that's in the other room, like right. under a cabinet somewhere that's not organized. I'm going to have to pull all the DVDs out and shuffle through mm-hmm. them and find it. Right. Okay. Even if I, even when I do, 
Now I've got to figure out what, how am I going to watch it because neither my DVD player nor the Xbox, which could play it, are connected to the television right now. Now they're under there. They just aren't connected because, you know, there's yeah. only so many ports and I have other needs. <laughs> we won't talk about those. So I, yes. I don't want, like, so I'm just like, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm just going to buy it. It was like nine ninety nine or something. Yeah. Yeah. On, on Apple TV, which I also, <laughs> so Thank I yeah, with. that's, yeah, I get um, all my stuff on there. And so that's what I did. There's well, something wrong. There's nothing so wrong. So like with the that. Love Boat, I have like the first two seasons of the Love Boat on DVD somewhere. And I then I don't watch them. I watch I watch the recordings off of YouTube TV. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't exactly fault you for that because, well, number one, why would I anyway? But number two, because it's a waste um, of ten bucks. Yeah, ten bucks though. I mean, and but if you buy it, it on Apple my TV, now. well, see, there's that. And if if it's on Apple TV, then you have it in 4K, even if you don't yet have a 4K TV. See, I don't have a 4K TV yet, but I bought a lot of this junk on on um, Apple. How do you not have a 4K TV yet? I don't know. I got my TV a long time ago, and it's doing a good job. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So this is before, like when 4K TVs came out, they were like ridiculously expensive, right? Now I know that now they're like a buck and a half or whatever, but I just haven't, I've got a 50 inch. Your TV's not even mounted. (laughs) It's not like you even have the excuse of like, oh my God, I got to get this off the wall. I don't want to take it down off the mount. It's a whole thing. I don't know what to do with the old TV. What size is your TV? 50. It's a 50. To throw it away. <laughs> I don't think it fits in my garbage can. No, what are you doing? Like, first of all, there's bulk trash. Second of all, you could always sell it. Yeah. Here's the thing. Remember, we've talked That's about this. True. If you put it out on your curb, it's going to get taken. That's true. But uh, yeah. there's that guy. Uh, the guy with the chaise lounges. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, go back. Uh, no, I mean, like three. seriously, you got to you got to do something about that. I do. I'm yeah, I'm going to shame do. you. Yeah, clearly <laughs> i mean seriously like now i have a five i'm, I'm talking to you on a 5k imac so that i i am able to view things in 4k a, if i need to you need a but, 40 inch at least a 50 inch rathers come on dude well i mean if given my druthers i need like a 90 inch i mean because I, I love well see here's screens. okay well now that's your problem because then you go to look at like a 90 inch and you're gonna say oh, that's really expensive well yeah just great. like i like 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 an led like a, like a a real not an LED, a um, what's it called? The OLED. No LED, yeah. Yeah. So when my Samsung, which I'd bought relatively brand new, like it could not get, it couldn't fix itself, and they couldn't fix it, and so finally I was like, I'm returning this. So mm-hmm. after that, that took months to figure out. I went and looked at the uh, my options, and instead of, and I it was like a big 72 inch Samsung, like ultra high def 4k blah 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 mm-hmm. nice nice tv like one of those thanksgiving deals but oh, it didn't yeah. work so it's not that nice uh <laughs> so then i go back and i look and there's these 60 inch oleds mm-hmm. they look pretty good well oh, yeah oleds are, are great yeah so i bought it and i brought it home and i set it up right in front of my 72 inch tv that didn't work just to shame it <laughs> well just to see if i if i cared enough like like i was like if i if it that's oh, the it, size it's a little smaller yeah, it's a little does smaller. this matter 
Okay. It's, it's significantly smaller. Um, and it was it was really good, and I, that's what I ended up sticking with. And uh, is this the also a Samsung? No, oh, one level, no. What is this? Which one is the one that's good? Well, here's the thing: it they only there's only one, at least as it was a year ago, year and a half ago when this all went down. There's only one manufacturer of these OLEDs. I think it probably is a technology patent thing. Really? Um, and they'll private label them. So mm-hmm. mine happens. I think mine. I don't know if mine's a Panasonic or a Samsung. And it's not. It's definitely not a Samsung because I was so not mad Samsung. at Samsung at that moment in time. Er, yeah. Um, mine's anyway, a Samsung it, and it works pretty so well. So you just but. need to like here. Let me here. I'm gonna give you a little, you know, man-to-man advice here. Oh yes, to, please do. To televisions. Nothing I like better than man-to-man advice. This is what you need to do. This is the mindset you need to put yourself in. You ready? Okay. Hit me. Okay. Here we go. Number one. Number one. Buy the best TV you could have bought a year ago. Yeah, that's not bad advice, actually. Yeah. Like, just don't get all caught up in, like, oh, what's the newest thing? What's the best? Like, think about the TV you would have loved to have a year ago. If you can afford that, right? Buy that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because they're really not that much different. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and get, and here's number two. Number two. Bye. <laughs> we had backup singers. Ten dual commandments have been flapping around in my head. One, two, three, for four, like five, three, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. <laughs> electric <Four>. company. <laughs> Was that Sesame Street or Electric Company? That's Sesame. a good question. Because we can't I have, have never... an episode go by where Sesame Street doesn't. Come <laughs> That's <up>. true. <laughs> the people in you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, I. Yeah, we'll figure. That I out. don't know. I so, think it's up Sesame Street, but I'm not prepared to swear about that. So, um, <laughs> number two, focus on quality first, size second. Yeah, like, yeah. Like so, so uh, my recommendation would be to go smaller, but get like the OLED, OLED, because it it makes that much of a difference. Yeah. Um, than to get like a 90 inch, ultra high def, whatever. That really isn't going to look. You don't really need it that big anyway. I mean, well, unless you're like outfitting are, a theater, right? But well, see, that's the thing, isn't it? Because um, we the the sort of dream uh, among goofy white guys is to have the, the home theater experience emulate as closely as possible the theater experience when you go to the theater. But right. if you really look at just like how much real estate in your field of vision that screen at the movies has your television. You don't have to have a very big television that's sitting over there much, much closer to your face to take up that same amount of real estate. It really comes down to the sound. I would almost say that the sound is more important even than the the picture. Probably. But even, even with that, you can over, you can like, it's like, really, is it that much better? Like, the, yeah, I mean, the, you know. and your neighbors are going to start yelling at you if you really crank it up to a movie theater level. Well, um, okay. <laughs> but but where the size matters is 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 on is where I've learned is how far away do you want to view the TV from? So yeah. if you have a long room, and and you want to be say say there's moments where you're in the kitchen, very far away from right, the television, yeah. and you want to be able to see what's going on. 
Uh, and then there's sometimes where you're up, you know, you're on your couch or whatever, close to the television. Like that's when it matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, otherwise, get over it. Like just get yeah, it. True. You're not gonna. Get, you're not doing the theater. I'll tell you right, right now. Yeah, Emily's yeah. not gonna go for it. <laughs> well, it's well, not gonna happen. Who knows? But uh, yeah, the um, but yeah, I need to. I need to get. I need to upgrade the old uh, the old television. But um, I don't know. I'm it's sure just one of those things that it, if it doesn't blow up on me, and I'm not usually like this about anything else. I'm the guy that gets the the new phone or whatever. But for whatever reason, the TV just doesn't stand out to me as a thing I need to upgrade because I don't notice that it's not. I think if I spent like a good bit of time, like if I was in an Airbnb for a work trip or something and that they had a really cool 4k television there and I had a week to like get used to that. And then I came home and I was in my 1080p hell. Then then I'd be like, okay, Amazon, you know, but uh, until that happens, you know, Hey, it is what it is. No, you need to fix that. Yeah, I probably do. You're right. But you got matrix in 4k now though. That's cool. I do, and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Um, Love Boat in 4K is a beautiful thing, too. It surprises me it's able to scale to 4K. I don't know. I, I don't know. Did I they mean, film it? it? Really... I mean, if they did film it on film, then, yeah, you, theoretically, we should be able to rescan it. And... Uh, yeah, I, I, I may have to go find out. I might have to watch some Love Boats, and I actually can't. We're on this West Wing kick right now. Oh, yeah. And we're making our way Wing. through, and... Where where are, where are you in the seasons? I think we're in season. We might be. We're either in four or fin- just finished four. What season is two cathedrals in? That's the end oh, that's of season, season two, two I believe. Yeah, that's great. That episode. is probably the single greatest episode of television I've seen in a. Hmm. It, it's certainly in the top five. That is one of the most amazing episodes ever. Love it. Was it was very good. Um, so good. And there was the... Uh, I'm trying to see what was the one where... I don't want to give away any plot lines here. Um, it's a very old television show. <laughs> I know, but there's a lot of people who haven't seen it. Well, go and see it. You should I don't know go what's wrong it. with people. I don't either. Martin Sheen. Rob Lowe. I, there was a rumor, Richard actually Schiff. maybe it's more than a rumor now, that this said Rising. that it's coming back for something. Brad, um, Bradley. So I got this message from uh, a good friend of mine who was battling. He, he's, he's, he's a bigger West Wing aficionado than I am. Oh. And he, and he uh, believes that Aaron... Sorkin is Amadeus. Um, I was going to say Amadeus. It's no it is Amadeus. He can play the piano upside down. <laughs> it's worse. He's actually Falco, <laughs> who recorded Rock Me Amadeus. <laughs> oh, boy. But, uh, <laughs> deep cuts. Th- deep cuts. He thinks, folks. He, thinks he, he thinks he's Nostradamus. Um, and he uh, he sent me this thing. And he from, ended up not predicting anything. But. It says West Wing cast to reunite on HBO Max this fall. Oh, that's cool. I have um, HBO Max. It says West Wing cast to star in reunion special on HBO Max. But <laughs> via Zoom. I don't want just like one episode. 
Yeah, no, they need to come back and do like 20 seasons. I, Including uh, Rob Lowe. I didn't like when he left. That bothered me. Even though Josh Molina is very cool. Yeah. We could. We, there's room for both. Mm-hmm. Why am I completely spacing on Josh's actor's name? Bradley... Bradley Whitford? Brad Whitford, Whitford, thank oh, he you. Didn't, Whitford. He didn't take... He didn't take... Um, he didn't take Sam's role. He didn't. He didn't. No, Josh Molina did. Um. No. I think you're. Th- you're yes. think you need to go back and watch again. I don't think, I think you need to go back and watch no. again. <laughs> he takes no. over when when Sam wins the election out in California, and uh, he takes over you're the office of, next to. Uh, you're next thinking to of Will. You're thinking of Will. Yeah, but Josh Molina plays Will. Oh, I thought you were referring to... Oh, you're right. I was confusing Josh with Josh. Oh, right. not Josh Lyman, no, no. Yeah, who is Bradley? That's Bradley Whitford. Well, that's right. I Bradley was... Whitford, yeah. I, I was, for some reason, Whitford was not coming to my head. I kept mm-hmm. wanting to say Cooper, and I was like, no, that's not it. No, it's definitely not him. Definitely. Um, yeah, I need to... This is now a West Wing podcast. Yeah. Oh, there is a podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Josh Molina hosts, exactly. weirdly enough. <laughs> Yes, we've come full circle. Accidentally derivative, folks. Uh, I don't know what you're expecting. <laughs> well, I mean, at this it's point, in the it name. was kind of purposeful. It's like it's, it's in the name. <laughs> well, anyway, this is coming back, and I'm going to be excited about that. Yeah, that is I, cool. I like that. So, we're, so That's my friend cool. in my friend back in Baltimore, who is more of a uh, West Wing aficionado than I am, who sent me this article. He uh, he knew I was watching West Wing, and I, I, I suspect he decided to go back and watch it too when he was fighting kidney stones Ooh! so he was home for a day or two i guess dealing with that and then Thanks. he like leapfrogged me somehow <laughs> like i i'd been watching for a few weeks and it's like in two days he like leapfrogged me in terms of my progress my west wing progress and so now now it's like game on uh-oh it's so race for the race for the title and 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 and, and now michelle is also fascinated She's kind of re, she's come kind of reconnected to it again, and um, so now that's what we do. We, <laughs> you just, I mean, I'm you just pretty sure it's like tonight when I go home. She's gonna look at me, and I'm gonna look at her. She's like, "Yeah, you want, you want to?" She's like, "Yeah, do one. okay, hmm, you want to do a okay. quick episode?" And we'll sit down and watch West Wing, and we're talking about West Wing, which is sad. And then it was like last night with, with like with the bad timing because we watched a, we watched. <laughs> I'm just like it's just so embarrassing. Like I watched, we watched a couple episodes, mm-hmm. but we started early because I was working on email and watching West Wing and stuff. You know, we're sitting there doing stuff, and it's like when you're just working while you're watching. I don't do that frequently. I usually like to separate the two things. But on a Sunday, you know, I've got to get through my email and stuff. Watching West Wing, they're just rolling with it. Before you know it, we like watched two episodes, and so now. It's like the final episode of the season mm-hmm. where something hap- maybe happens to Zoe, but I'm not going to talk about it. And then, so of course we have to watch that. Sure, yeah. Right? But then it's like a cliffhanger. So you got you to watch. You got to watch gotta, the next one, yeah. Right. Yeah, so now really we're like four that. episodes in. <laughs> it's 11 p.m. We both have to get up. Everyone's got to get up early. Yeah. Oh, we watched another one. (laughs) 
They should so, get 43 minutes of pop. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, no commercial 45 <laughs> minutes. Right, right. So like five hours later, <laughs> we went to bed. Five hours. Now I did like get through a lot of, of I did get through a lot of email. <laughs> like I'm sure my my employees were really happy today when they returned the full <laughs> inboxes. Oh, look who answered all of our questions over the weekend. Oops. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that would, I love that show. It's a fun show. Yeah, yeah. They don't make shows like that. I anymore. tell you, I tell you what, I'm kind of glad. Well, actually, they do. The modern sort of binge watching thing doesn't have is. I mean, you you can find it, and I guess if you kind of wait long enough in some of these services, it'll do something like this. But the thing that they used to do on broadcast television, which is next time on <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And because I, um, way back in the day when I was in college, I was not in a place that carried this show that I really, really loved called Babylon prison? 5. Uh, not prison, no. Oh. Um, <laughs> I was in college. It's a little different. Um, but yeah, there's a show called Babylon 5 that I really, really, really love. Wonderful science fiction tele- television show. Some of the greatest television science fiction ever done. But we didn't. We weren't in a market that carried it. So a friend of mine got, I think it was from like Albuquerque. Um, they would tape the shows. And then when they get a good five like or six VHS, tapes full. Like a yeah. VHS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then once they got about a good five or six tapes full, would ship it to to him and they everybody come over to my place and we'd watch them. And we got through and this is a network season, so it's twenty two episodes. Yeah. Well that's <laughs> and, I mean that's just how they used to do it. Yeah. And that and we would get and it's an hour long show, so without commercials, a good forty three, forty four minutes. And the problem was they would do the next time on Babylon 5 and they show this stuff. It's like, well, heck, we got to see that. And then it's the sun's up and oh, my God, you know, it, it was it was ridiculous. Now, you know what my now you know what my Sundays are like. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Maybe what tonight will be like. So like <laughs> at least we have at least we have the um, discipline to say. If it's midnight, we, we need to be going to bed. Well, I, I like that. Uh, um <laughs> Some of these like start doing uh, like bits of uh, uh, judgment on you. Like, are you still watching? (laughs) Like, yes. But Hulu doesn't do that. Hulu does not give a rat's ass if you're still watching. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, YouTube TV. (laughs) Netflix. I mean, Netflix. Netflix. I don't even know Netflix still does it. Um, Well, I think we active. So we we, will do the whole skip. We we So we don't skip the recaps, which I don't understand why. I like the because you just watched. The I literally just watched episode. it, but sometimes they bring in something from like six episodes ago. And you're like, yeah, oh, I'm glad they. Yeah, uh, I forgot about and that. And you know, they bring in the stuff that's kind of going to be important for this episode. So makes sense, yeah. right? So I, uh, I don't know. Um. Oh, I think if you click, I so I don't skip the recap, but I do skip the intro. The like intro, I skip yeah. The, yeah. yeah. Even though I like the tune. Oh yeah. Yeah, w, what is his name? W.G. Snuffy Walden? Uh, Mr. Snuffleupagus? I don't know who did it. The guy that does the music for that. It is excellent music. And um, uh, nails it. How do you it. know that? But Why do you know that? How do you know that? Just the people that do the music for stuff is a is a particular interest of mine. I oh, love mine too. I enjoy score. it, but I don't remember their names. I don't think I ever the knew their names. Like, you would go well, and look it up. Like, oh, learn their this. names. 
You learn I the names so you'd be like, oh, that, that's why that sounds like that. Because it's the same I'm not going to remember their names. I have a hard enough time remembering people like I just met six minutes ago. Well, so do I. But, I, but, <laughs> but people who score uh, films and, and television, those are important hmm. people, not like people I meet. I mean, they're important to me too, but I like—I just don't remember their names. I don't know how people do this. I don't know how people do this. I don't well, know Lord how people Rings, remember. Trevor Jones. That's a fantastic. Uh, excuse me, Harvard. I don't remember the Howard names. Sure, of... not Trevor Jones. I, I so at some point in my in my development to adulthood, some part of my brain turned off. Mm. When I was a kid, I could remember. I mean, I still remember the names of like everybody. I mean, well, you know, Craig and all my friends from school. I remember, yeah. like, I'm not going to name them all, but I remember them. I remember my teacher's names. I remember my phone numbers, street addresses, my, my friend's phone numbers. Weirdly, like, I, I think remember I remember my things. phone numbers too. I remember my friend's phone numbers. I remember some of them. Something happened in high school, and I didn't do any weird stuff in high school, so don't go there. Uh, Who would have gone there? Something happened, and I remember the day. I remember the day I went to a grocery. I was at the grocery store, and I ran into somebody who I was in high school with. Actually, maybe I was in college at the time. Again, no weird stuff. So okay. I was in college at the. I was in the college <laughs> at the time, and I ran into somebody I was in high school with. But it had just been like a year or two out. Like I should know this person's name, right? For life of me, could not think of their name. Could not think of their name. Six minutes, seven minutes later, when they were gone, I remembered their name. Like, oh, okay, that's right. Right. Oh, I hate that. Because you want to run back to him and go, hey, hey, I, I remember your name. I did remember your name. Well, I, no, I'm, I'm pretty good at, I'm pretty good at like, you know, like I can, hey, I can navigate the situation. Well, no, it's like what I do have going for me is I remember everything about people. I can remember the stories. Oh, right. I can remember where they, you know, what they do, where they're from. You know, I like I remember all those things. I just remember their name. So at some point. I'm awful with those names. Something too. happened. And and my brain stopped registering names, which is the worst possible thing that could happen to somebody who actually was interested in politics at the time. And like, and, and I, <laughs> like, so I realized, that like, I just bad. have to become. We and Michelle and I had to have this code. Like, we like, here's the deal: if I introduce, if like we're at a party or something, and I say, and I introduce you first, like, uh, oh, yes, you know. Have you met my my Michelle? Right, then she she will say hi, you know, hi, I'm Michelle, and then that automatically kind of forces the other person to social say, dynamics, I'm whoever say, they oh, are, so and so, right? And it's this little jujitsu, this social jujitsu thing that we have, that we do, because I can't remember people's names sometimes, and 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 no, most of the time, and not people like I know, like I clearly know your name, Bob, and I think that I would no, remember I appreciate that Stacy's yeah. name, of course, but I think that Bob and I. Stacey. Her mom, it's, she's got it going it's, on. It's the like, like, it's like the name of that guy who wrote the music for that song that you listen, you love. Like, yeah, I don't remember his name. For some reason, those names I can keep track of. <laughs> People I actually meet. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's different. I don't know why one. I can tell you that is different than the other. I can but. tell you that Bob Denver played Gilligan. Yes. John Denver did not. No. Bob Denver played Gilligan, but I have no idea uh, the name of like that guy, Will, who you just told me about. Josh something. Oh, Josh. Uh, yeah, that guy. Oh, 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 oh. Um, what? 
Now I'm blanking. Yeah, I'm doing. Blanking. I do these. The guy from I the do podcast. this too a lot. Yeah. Suddenly, so, my memory just utterly drops out from under me, and, and so it's not. See, for a while, I actually believed. Oh, well, maybe I'm getting Melina, like this early Melina. onset thing or something. Like maybe like I like it's like early onset. No, it's not that at all. Because then I right. remember it's like oh no, for a long, I've long actually time. never been good at it. Exactly. So when I was like a teeny like, little kid, and at some point, my brain said, "You don't need I know that what you're thinking. We're gonna need. We're gonna use that section for something else." Right. But here's the deal. It's actually in there. That's the other thing I've yeah. learned is like my brain has just rerouted the piping. It's just decided like we're going to put some things in deep storage and right. you have to fill out a requisition slip when you actually want that information. And we may get back to you. And so we, so if you want that, like fill out the slip, we'll take care of it. If you're in a hurry, it's not going to help. You can't hurry us along because yeah, now right. it's going to just slow us down, right? <laughs> An emergency on your part is not. So, so names of so, so like for some reason the the name of the person who I just met last week, which would be handy to remember, unless I go through some like kind of you know mnemonic gymnastic thing where I you know like oh it reminds people me people have these game. systems and they never yeah. work for me. They work for me. They, those they, do they work for me. They never do for me. But I don't. Now I got to remember that too. <laughs> no, you just remember that it's like the thing about the person, the thing about the thing, you know, and then. Yeah, but I don't remember. I'm not good about the th- remembering the thing. I'm <laughs> remembering a thing about the thing is going to be even worse. That's like an <laughs> extra layer of thing. That's too much thing. Uh, is it just is what it is. I remember last yeah. week I told you that I when I learned languages, I, I like a better learning the sounds of the phrases, like the right. Yeah, do you remember I mean, what breakfast is in Japanese? It's um. Uh, to hold on. Uh, it's something hantu. Um, uh, ma hantu, ma hantu. No, but that ma, is that is what you. Ahantu, ahantu. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Asagohan. Asagohan. That's it. Also goes in the hand. same <laughs> idea though. Yeah, yeah. No, you, you were on the yeah, right track. I was only was, was putting in my other hand, like my hand. It's my hand too. Asagohan. I was see even I did then. Yeah, and we had, like, we had like one conversation about it. <laughs> So like that I'll remember stuff like that. Um, but I think that I think our brains do these things where there's there's like some committee that's set up and we're not invited to the, yeah, to the meeting because because, they, you know, they feel like we have more important. things. I, to it's do. not even on my calendar. This thing. <laughs> this and at some point you're like, you could work it. Like, yeah, we're going to start putting that in here. We're here. Mm-hmm. We're going to start yeah. putting that way down there. We'll tell and, you what you remember. And 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 forever, all you have to do is catch a whiff of this one scent, and you will remember like right the entire oh Shakespearean like, the, like every like every word to Hamlet. It's like when, but, uh, it's just like in Finding Nemo when Dory. Um, when uh, she suddenly remembers Nemo or whatever, and you get that dolly zoom, and then she, you know, it's just like that. It's just like exactly like that. <laughs> but like, you remember the name of that person you met last week, which you thought to yourself, I'm going to try to remember this person's name. And it drives me crazy. You know, pe- there's people who just, like, Lou Mangiello's like this. Like, he just remembers stuff. Friend like, of the show, Lou Mangiello. Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. And he gets mad. That you don't remember. Well, like, he's like, a lawyer. 
They remember that kind of junk. They, they so got memory things. That did irritate me in law do. school. So I, you know, I did one year of law school, which I when still I thought, when I thought I wanted. To, I know me that it's the hardest year. I know I get that a lot, but that was my that was part of my problem. Like I would have to, I would I would book brief, you know, I'd read the case and I and I'd have Some to read this of underwear, case. I think, isn't it? <laughs> right, I'd have to read this case like four times. Mm-hmm. To really kind of digest it and understand it and get have a full sense of things and have my notes straight and everything and be ready to discuss it in class if I happen to be called on, which I probably won't be. But that unless was your life. you didn't, and then yeah, you definitely right. will. <laughs> but I had friends who they would just read it one time, yeah, and that's it, and they never had to brief anything. It just it was just there, and it made me kind of irritated. Um, because you have to like it's not that you you just have to work longer. It's not even more matter of working harder. It's like you just have to work longer. But right? it's like and and I could never remember my here's why I wouldn't I could never have really survived ball school and done a great job. I was mm-hmm. good at writing. I was good at like I was good at I, I knew the law. Like yeah. you asked me, okay, what should the rule be? Or what is the rule related? Here's the situation, like what should the decision be? I got it. Mm-hmm. I like like done so you like be a good judge but well maybe not so much. Thing, no because you actually have to write <laughs> stuff down so oh. the, you have to know the case that's the whole idea of law like you have to be able to speak to the body of work to the decision that came before that's relevant in this case like mm-hmm. you know it's this whole stare decisis thing let the decision stare rest decisis stare decisis like let the decision that's rest gold bond like, medicated powder takes <laughs> The heartbreaker sold, story. Yeah, they, sold, they, sold, they sold that in the bookstore. Yeah, um, and and you and you would and you have to know these things. You can't just know this is what it's supposed to be. You can't just say like, oh, well, this is the law. You can't just say like, oh, where there was that case. Is. There was that case where that person sued the so and so for this and member, and then they <laughs> like, that? yeah, that's great. Except you have to tell us the name of the case. Like, well, so, oh, come on, is, you know what I'm talking the about. Thing is, me and names not so good. <laughs> but put me in a room with people. It's a people versus <laughs> but that's the thing like put me in a room with people who know like can like like who, who can remember the cases but yeah. they may not remember the stories yet like yet, like there for them go. they hear the you case name they hear the case name they remember the story right uh-huh. for me I remember the story but not the case name and so like for me I hear this and I can connect the dots and I can say okay well no this is like this and this is like this and this, and this. but I don't remember the damn names of the cases which sucks when you're sitting for a lawyer, yeah. <laughs> and you have to do no. As a practicing attorney, I think it works fine because you have LexisNexis and all these other tools. Oh, at your sure, disposal. Yeah. But when you're sitting there with your blue book, Aye, yeah. and you've got, and it's amazing that I actually did decent at all, considering. I I think yeah. about now we did a thing where we wrote out uh, not too long ago where we wrote out letters to to people who are registered to vote but haven't voted in a while. And it was supposed to be this kind of uh, thing where you you write a little personal note about why you think it's important to vote or whatever. And it's very positive and like, whoa, go vote because it's going to be awesome. But um, you mean the outcome or the experience? It, well, hopefully both. But um, the uh, uh, the amount of writing wasn't much, but I felt like my hand was on fire. <laughs> now, and I thought back to like. 
thought back to, to like finals in my master's program and how I had to walk in there with like a stack of 10 blue books and how I managed to get through that at all. I have no idea. <laughs> I remember that learning that if you write, I, so I just saw it as a game and you had to write as, as neatly. Cause I'm not a, I'm not a neat writer at all, at all. But for blue book writing, baby, it was the best penmanship ever. Like I was, you, you actually have a font. At oh, that I point. was like, You're and I was like, so regular. Like, like just like, oh, you were cursiving it. Oh, I was cursiving it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. And it was beautiful. It looked like Thomas Jefferson written these things. It didn't sound like <laughs> awesome. it, but it looked like it. And uh, we were like, you use the F instead of the S and the <laughs> congruffs. <laughs> Why does he keep calling it Fooperman? I don't understand. <laughs> Doesn't that thing mean loud in music notation? Um, <laughs> so, uh, I I I kind of liked the blue books because I felt like I God, I, I was able them. to game this. I had a leg up over the competition because oh, I, like you could I knew sort this. of. Well, I know. So, so it's kind of like marketing. You go into it knowing. <laughs> We're all going to pretty much write the same thing. We're all pretty much offering up the same product. Right. What I need to you do jazz it up is make it, well, I just, I need to make it easy. They have a lot of these to read. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm just going to make it easy on them. So That's what a do good, you do? Good tack. You write very legibly. Yeah. You you make sure it's it's highly organized. You mm-hmm. include, you include certain like important buzzwords. Oh, absolutely. And, and so that you I, know, like, okay, when they're scanning and you place them on on the page in places where you know it's going to be easy for their eye to hit it. And you use transition and transition words. Like, make mm-hmm. sure you're always using transition words so that kind of leads them on. Because they're skimming. You know they're skimming. They're skimming. Sure, they've yeah. got dozens of these to read. That, that throughout college and... That's a good plan to, to just, my, you know, make it... Easy to consume. Um, that, that is good. Be, I like that. My the buzzword thing is totally true. I, I um, completely horse crapped my way through a uh, a test in decision sports systems that um, there was a um, I don't even remember what the question was, but I remember just going looking at the question and going, I got nothing here. I have no idea. And so I just started philosophizing on like data and. <laughs> And like, uh, I, I at, at one point I was I was citing complexity theory and like all of this stuff. I was just throwing things in there. Now it made sense internally, like but whether or not it actually addressed the question, that was sort of the that was the the kind of X factor there. It wasn't really, but boy, I I took it. You know how they talk about like modern debate class now these days, which I. I don't know why it's even considered debate anymore because they're so weird that the uh, you're supposed to debate this topic. And apparently one of the strategies is to take that topic and widen it out to be as broad as possible. And then you can focus it down on something you actually did prepare for, which isn't <laughs> anything like the thing, the topic, which I would say, sorry, you get a zero for that. But the uh, it was like that. It was kind of like that. I was, I was like, all right, well, let's expand the scope of what we're looking at when we're talking about blah. And uh, yeah, I got full credit for that. <laughs> and I almost like passed out laughing because uh, I was like, I like, was no looking way. at that and going, there's no way this guy 
and and a t- and a teacher that I completely respect. I wasn't be like, I'm gonna, yeah, this dude is stupid. He's gonna buy this. No, I was like, this is. There's no way this is gonna fly. But I got to do something here, <laughs> and maybe you'll give me partial credit for giving it a shot. Totally nailed the question. Apparently, so I don't know. Uh, see, it, it, it's, it works. The buzzwords. I got entertaining, entertaining buzzwords, making it easy on people. I was able you, to make them entertaining too. You have to. Um, so one of my favorite professors from college was my government budgeting professor, which you wouldn't think would be. <laughs> that sounds like a riot. But he was so good. I remember, the, like, I think the number one thing I learned from him was that was the art of writing a one-page memo. Mm-hmm. He worked for the Congressional Budget Office before he became a professor, and he um, worked under Alice Rivlin, who went on to become, I think she was, did she become, did she become a Fed chair at some point? No, Jeez, she you got just, some or she, maybe she just went on here. to the Office of Management and Budget. Hold on, let's see. Uh <laughs> I know. I'm like <laughs> all of your college professors were West Wing people. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think I worked on the Hill for a while. So, like, uh, yeah, she was the director of Ma- Office Management Budget. She wasn't on the Fed. Um, so, anyway, uh, but that's a big deal because OMB Ted is a big deal in the White House. Anyway, so she well, she was be, anyway. vice chair of the Federal Reserve. That's what she was. She became vice chair. Yeah. Anyway, well, she, he worked for her when she was at the Congressional Budget Office. Like, and so he learned a lot of stuff there. Anyway, so. So the biggest thing I learned from him, biggest takeaway was how to write a one-page memo, and that because no one reads beyond the first page. Yeah, amen. And I've tried to teach that, and and now I think it's even worse. This was back in the '90s. Like now, yeah. it's more like if you can't convey it in the subject line. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like now, what does page even mean anymore? And so I've tried to teach folks who work for me that the. They put the same elements, like put your decision up front or your recommendation. Mm-hmm. Like if you're making a recommendation or asking for something, whatever it is, put it right up front right? Yeah. because yeah. that may be all I need. Exactly. I may just say like right from there, like, okay, go do. I don't need any of the information. Then give me a little summary, just a little like paragraph at the most on like, this is the background. This is the the why. This is the, mm-hmm. you know, implications. This is what I recommend. This is whatever boil it into a little paragraph like four sentences at the most then you then like the next the rest of the sheet of paper the rest of the email page have it be the meat and potatoes of like like the real stuff so if i really need to understand it better and dig in mm-hmm. put that all there that's it that's it i can't get anybody to do it <laughs> yeah it's, a, it's like an impossibility. I've tried to teach my Getting kids. Getting them to like, sort of trust like, that. Yeah. That and also if anyone, if you ever have a professor or a boss or a colleague who offers to review your work before you hand in the final. Right. You always take them up on that. Always. Yes. All the time. Yes. Never, ever, 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 ever pass up an opportunity to have somebody critique your work no kidding absolutely ever totally understand and, I've, that. and, and my kids don't don't do that either i'll say like Ugh. you want me to you want me to read that for you like no nah. no yeah you do okay you don't know that you do but you do okay 
Speaking of concise, um, we're hiring. Uh, we hired somebody at uh, at my work, and uh, um, I, we got a guy that submitted a six count them six page resume. Is it, was it a technical resume, or oh, is it like has it, no. he worked in that many places? He or just did, large fonts. It was all of that. It was. <laughs> It was. It was almost as though. Did he? Did he? Oh, did he create a word search? Because that would be that would. No, it, cool. uh, it it would have been interesting if there had been like some SEO going on in his resume. <laughs> but um, but yeah, the uh, um, I was no, I was thinking like was an actual floored. word search, like you know, like you had to. Oh, the, you like, have like a word. You have all the words, all the letters on the board, and you have to like find the words that are buried right, and it's like, like maybe those. That's his like work experience. <laughs> Okay, 2010 to 2000. Okay. Oh, no, he was a puzzle part. maker. Okay. <laughs> I get it. But yeah, I was like, y- you are kidding me with this six six pages. And yeah, so. So did, you didn't hire him? No. You didn't Not even because inter- of that. You didn't even interview him? No, the guy was better. Like, cause your no, first I did question- interview him, though. No. Oh, good. Because it was your first question. So six pages, huh? Nah, I didn't want to get like that, but... <laughs> It it did sort of, and, and another thing that that was kind of funny little, is yeah, uh, no, we had a that. guy that submitted an unfair, unformatted paragraph. Uh, I, I hesitate to say unformatted. It was a block of text, and it was full justified. So it was literally a square of text okay. um, that took up like the center. If you took a, a regular sheet of paper mm-hmm. and you made a square that that two sides are the margins of each side of the paper and then just square those off. And then, so you have a little more on top, a little more on bottom. Mm-hmm. That was a solid block of text. And that was sort of a combination of the objective, which I think is an absolutely stupid part of the resume that we need to get rid of. Cause it is useless and pointless. My objective is to be employed. <laughs> right. By <laughs> you. Like what other objective am I supposed to? My objective is to be the first person to reanimate dead fish. Um, but, oh, and by the way, can I have a job as a data analyst? Um, that's my day job. I mean, if you're applying for a job at the aquarium. Yes, you know, that might work. But, um, but yeah, what was hilarious though, is that he, he fancied himself, he, he, uh, uh, presented himself as a expert in data visualization, mm-hmm. which I thought was hilarious because this is like the worst way to visualize your resume. But uh, yeah, so giant blocks of text, no. Six pages, no. This is resume tips by accidentally derivative. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> Do not submit it as a Microsoft Paint file. <laughs> it used to be so easy. This is, this is it. Resume BMP really. <laughs> I guess there's some clever resumes out there now, but most of them oh, are very, just, yeah. most of them are just. Mm. Well, and you find a lot that are, we went to really cool resume templates.com, you know, and pulled something down. I like like to see people who put effort into it. Absolutely. And one of the, one of the sort of joys that I had of, of, uh, the hiring process was when I was on the team to, uh, select somebody from, uh, to be a graphic designer for our marketing department. And then those resumes were awesome. You had to see all kinds of really cool resumes because, hey, here's yet another. I mean, they're going to bring in their portfolio. But what's the first thing they're going to show you is something that they designed for to be their resume. And it's like 
if I went, if I see like contemporary resume template four from Microsoft Word and you're a graphic designer, oh no, you go. Sorry. But, uh, but yeah, that was, those were neat. I, I like that. I did. But too. you get a really I, left brain position like data analyst. Your resumes are going to be pretty, pretty straightforward. <laughs> oh, courier font. Neat. <laughs> Don't get me started on the fonts. Oh man, you and Don't me both. I'm a font nerd. Like you wouldn't believe if I well, see I another I mean, sign in papyrus, I'm going to throw up. Comic Sans ain't got nothing on papyrus. Oh, I don't. I don't see a lot of papyrus in the wild anymore. Oh no, I seem to. I, maybe I just have a a thing where it trips a thing in my head or something. But every, anywhere, if there's like even a little hint of papyrus, I'm like, well, I feel like I need to look Stop it up it. now. Um, I think, uh, oh yeah, that's a, hmm. it's everywhere. Everybody chooses that. Don't get it. Don't, if you're doing your font for your sign or for your logo, don't use when a free it, one. When <laughs> when use a free be, one from word. When would it be appropriate to use papyrus? As a sign that says no more using papyrus. And this is what papyrus looks like. So don't use this. <laughs> There's a, there's a YouTube video called Papyrus, the other most hated font in the world. Thank you. <laughs> it absolutely is. Oh, apparently Avatar was using Papyrus. The movie? Yeah. Or like... There's, there's, there's some... Or some... There's some video here about new Avatar logo ditches Papyrus font. Hmm. And I, what was the Avatar... <gasps> is the Avatar logo on Papyrus? I don't know what the Avatar logo looks like. Are we talking about like how it's written on the movie poster? Yeah. We're talking about the Avatar Avatar, right? Avatar, like the blue yeah, people, yeah. not yeah. the last airbender. Yeah. Because I know that's not papyrus. I can oh, see I that. For some reason, wrong. I can't see the... You're wrong. I'm wrong? You're wrong. <laughs> papyrus, it says... There's an article here called Papyrus is the perfect font for the movie Avatar, and it's not what you think. Um, and it's This not doesn't look you... like papyrus. I'm looking well, at the the movie poster. Uh, the use of papyrus cause. Uh, blah, blah, blah. This is the really interesting part of the show. Oh, you know what? Yeah, yeah. It says James. There's a whole article here. James Cameron's Avatar ditches papyrus fonts for sequels. Huh? They must have like retroactively done the posters for the first one too, then, because I'm not seeing a hmm. papyrus. That's funny. Those. That's funny. But that, what, that's even more hilarious because that's totally just a free font that they comes retconned, with your computer. They retconned their, 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 I know. <laughs> but there's something beautiful about it, too. I feel like, we, I, feel like I, need to, I need to write something in papyrus to you. Oh, thank you, yes. On papyrus. On an actual papyrus. This unknown Egyptian. Maybe that's when it would be appropriate to write papyrus. If you're actually an, an unknown Egyptian, now if you're writing it on papyrus, on like papyrus, yeah. mm-hmm. then then the flat. irony cancels it out. It does, especially if, if you're able to get papyrus in your laser printer. Yes, 